The following content is sponsored in partnership with Haymarket Media U.S. It's the McKnight's Market Leaders Podcast in partnership with Team Health. On today's episode, having a, a designated clinician who can take those calls, who can spend the time needed, who is awake and alert and ready to help those facilities is a huge benefit to the facility and to the providers that support that facility. Here's your host, Liza Berger. Advanced practice clinicians, they play an important role in skilled nursing and senior living facilities. But what is their role? How has the pandemic raised their profile? John Raffisberger, Director of Clinical Specialty Services for Post-Acute Care for Team Health, will tell us more. Welcome, John. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. So there is a lot of talk and a lot of discussion about the use of advanced practice clinicians in congregate living facilities. What is an advanced practice clinician? That's a great question. Um, Advanced practice clinician is an umbrella term. It includes multiple specialties, including nurse practitioners and physician's assistants, which are probably the ones that you're familiar with most, but also can include other types of nursing specialties, such as clinical nurse specialists. Um, The ones we see in post-acute long-term care and um, assisted living facilities are generally the nurse practitioners and physician's assistants. What makes them different from, say, a regular kind of registered nurse? What what abilities or expertise do they have? Nurse practitioners and physician's assistants have advanced training of a master's level degree or higher and can provide multiple roles on an interdisciplinary team, um, including uh, direct patient care and often uh, prescribing abilities. So the difference from a registered nurse would be practicing at that higher level, um, seeing patients as a a provider um, and providing care at at a higher level with their specialized education. Can you give us a refresher on their prescribing powers? And I know there may not be one answer to this, but I know there's been a lot of talk about increasing their ability to be able to prescribe medicines. Where are we at at this point? Definitely. So the prescribing ability definitely uh, differs between the professions of nurse practitioners and physician's assistants, as well as differs depending on state laws and regulations. Um, So nurse practitioners and physician's assistants could be prescribing based on full practice authority and have that ability to prescribe, including controlled substances. Um, Some states will limit the ability to provide controlled substances, um, and then other states may limit the ability to prescribe at all. Um, Physicians' assistants will generally need to have supervision of a physician for those prescribing practices. Um, Nurse practitioners may require that as well, um, but in the majority of states now, nurse practitioners have what we call independent practice and are able to provide those services independently. Did the pandemic change the way we use, view, or value these practitioners? I think what the pandemic did was focus on a need for additional services, especially in the uh, assisted living and skilled nursing facility environments. 
it showed us a lot of the the gaps in the current interdisciplinary team and opportunities to improve. And I think it highlighted the use of nurse practitioners, physicians assistants, and all um, advanced practice clinicians as a part of that interdisciplinary team to improve patient care. Um, and so I think, you know, as we've worked through the pandemic and, and come to what many are calling our, our new normal, I think it's highlighted the, the usefulness of the advanced practice clinician as a, a true member of the interdisciplinary team. Interesting. So how do APCs integrate into the interdisciplinary team? That's a great question. Is and uh, often uh, is the the barrier for facilities and groups to include uh, advanced practice clinicians into that team is just a lack of understanding of the role that a nurse practitioner or a physician assistant can play. And I think the most important point is that advanced practice clinicians are not replacing any parts of the current interdisciplinary team, but are in addition to that team. Um, they can provide a, a great deal of additional services that a uh, f the physician that's rounding in the building uh, as the attending or the medical director may not have the bandwidth to cover or that the nursing staff in the building doesn't have the clinical education or tools to um, complete tasks. So it, it is filling a gap and adding to that uh, interdisciplinary team rather than replacing or substituting any part of the existing interdisciplinary team. How do APCs improve care and care metrics? There's a, a great deal of different opportunities for skilled nursing facilities and, and other uh, post-acute facilities as well as assisted living facilities to utilize APCs or advanced practice clinicians as, as part of their interdisciplinary team. One is NPs providing or uh, NPs or uh, PAs, nurse practitioners or physicians assistants providing patient-centered care. So having another member of the interdisciplinary team who can see these patients face-to-face, -face, offer these care services and provide additional care and face time with the patients. Um, nurse practitioners, physicians assistants and uh, other advanced practice clinicians are also great uh, team members to lead other programs uh, such as advanced care planning. Um, also programs like medication reconciliation interventions. Having an advanced uh, degree, a knowledgeable uh, member of the interdisciplinary team to lead these programs and help patients with these issues um, can be a valuable resource to the team. Um, we all know that there are important metrics for these facilities to follow, such as reducing harmful medications, um, avoiding unnecessary hospitalizations, and having an interdisciplinary team member, such as an advanced practice clinician, be able to focus on these metrics and lead these important tasks, such as advanced care planning, as well as medication reconciliation and other programs can significantly improve patient outcomes, which will then improve these facility-based metrics that are important to follow. What is kind of the ratio, would you say, of uh, an advanced practice clinician and other members of the team? How many do you need um, on, for a typical staff? 
I think that greatly depends on the the size and the needs of the uh, building, um, uh, how many patients uh, are in the building and what types of programs that building is trying to launch and utilize advanced practice clinicians for. Um, so it, it would really depend on, I think, the needs of the building to answer that question. Mm-hmm. And... How is the staffing shortage, the staffing situation right now, complicating the ability for skilled nursing and senior living facilities to hire or secure these advanced practice clinicians? Yeah, we've, we definitely know that uh, throughout all of medicine, um, we're experiencing staffing shortages, um, especially within the level of physicians, um, especially when we reach out to rural facilities. We know that it can be difficulty finding physicians to cover uh, skilled nursing facilities or assisted living facilities. And so uh, advanced practice clinicians, including physicians assistant and nurse practitioners, are uh, graduating in higher and higher numbers, allowing for filling of the gaps in the interdisciplinary teams and working with clinicians to or with physicians to provide additional coverage. I think one of the major benefits of an advanced practice clinician on the team is it can really increase the clinician presence in a building. at Team Health, we like to call this a scheduled presence, where there is a clinician who can provide that patient-centered care, uh, provide prescriptive ability to a building, and being in the building as often as possible to have a presence when there is a need versus uh, the you know old system where it's a physician in the building when able to be. Having an advanced practice clinician may give you the ability to have a clinician in the building five days a week or even more um, depending on the needs of the facility. So it allows for that more robust presence even in a time when we are experiencing clinician shortages. Um, Obviously, we're also aware of the difficulties with um, filling the role of the nursing positions in these facilities. So advanced clinicians won't replace the need for the nurses, but will be able to provide our nurses with more guidance. Um, We're seeing a lot of uh, new graduate or new career nurses in the skilled nursing and assisted living environment. And having a advanced practice clinician, nurse practitioner, or physician assistant with that master's level education or higher is oftentimes the highest level of education in the building when they are present in the building. So being able to provide that kind of guidance, knowledge, clinical expertise to the nursing staff while they're experiencing these shortages is another great benefit of advanced practice clinicians and opportunities for the facilities to improve their programs um, and provide additional education to uh, their nursing staff. It sounds like every facility in the country would want to have um, these people, but how is reimbursement hampering hampering the ability for, for facilities to be able to hire? Yeah, so the great thing about uh, looking at advanced practice clinicians as an addition to the interdisciplinary team is they are able to be reimbursed by uh, Medicare, Medicaid services, CMS, and insurance services for their uh, 
for their face-to-face visits and the services that they can provide within the facility. Um, so being able to be reimbursed by these uh, uh, for these services by insurances can help to reduce the burden of uh, an additional salary for a facility or for a provider group. Mm-hmm. Let's turn now to Team Health Solutions. Uh, how do on-call coverage options like Team Health's call solution program allow primary care clinicians at facilities to rest and provide quality care? That's a, a great question, and I think very uh, relevant to all of our um, uh, clinicians, nurse practitioners, uh, physicians assistants, and uh, uh, physicians that are currently working in the in the assisted living facility and skilled nursing facility environment. We know that the the current model um, that's happening the most for on-call nighttime and weekend coverage is the clinician who is covering that building is handling night and weekend calls for that building as well, placing that physician or advanced practice clinician on call basically 24-7 for a building. That can lead to provider burnout, um, can lead to difficulty with covering a building and providing the best possible care to our patients 24-7. Team Health recognized this issue years ago and implemented a program uh, that you refer to called Call Solutions that offers a uh, on-call provider program for those daytime clinicians. And I think it's very important that uh, these programs receive more light in that it allows the daytime clinicians, the clinicians that are caring for our loved ones in these facilities during the day, to have the rest that they need at night to return the following day to continue to provide that good care but also continues to provide good care in the evening. So these programs will have a advanced practice clinician um, who uh, is available to these facilities on nights and weekends um, to uh, be designated to that facility to give the daytime provider a break, but also to make sure that any concerns that the facility is having, that there is a, a clinician who is able to respond to those uh, questions that the facility has or the needs of the patients, especially in an emergency situation where one of the patients needs care um, in a time-efficient manner. Um, no longer are the days of a a provider or a clinician being woken up in the middle of the night to be able to respond to those questions, a a real appropriate model of care. Um, Having a a designated clinician who can take those calls, who can spend the time needed, who is awake and alert and ready to help those facilities is a really huge benefit to the facility and to the providers that support that facility. And along these lines, how can on-call programs like Team Health Call Solution monitor key metrics for skilled nursing facilities, allowing for improvement projects such as reducing hospital readmissions or falls? Definitely. We talked a little bit already about how these metrics are important to skilled nursing facilities, and, and they even affect the ratings of those facilities. 
And so when we focus on things like hospital readmissions or falls, managing those programs, especially in the nighttime hours and the weekend hours when the staff at these facilities isn't as robust with um, clinicians uh, being in the building is incredibly important to be able to collect data and respond to these situations. Right now, the data for these metrics on nights and weekends is kind of a, a black hole for most facilities and that they uh, do not know, um, you know what is happening with those metrics during the off hours or may not know the details into how appropriately respond to them. Um, so programs that like call solutions with team health that have designated providers and teams that are providing these on-call services are we're able to gather additional data based on those calls. We're able to um, monitor hospitalization rates during the evening and weekend hours, monitor fall rates, and also able to dissect were there additional interventions that could have happened to prevent those from occurring, or are there interventions that we can put in place in the future to prevent those things from occurring. Um, so having the ability of a, a, a team behind the scenes that is able to capture that data and then provide that data out to facilities is one of the major benefits to be able to improve these metrics for skilled nursing facilities that uh, programs like Call Solution offers. Skilled nursing facilities uh, are waiting for um, a rule to come out regarding a staffing mandate, um, required staffing number of people. In your view, how mandatory or should it be required for facilities to have an advanced practice clinician um, on, on premises? I definitely think having an advanced practice clinician on, on, on premises is, is a great way to, uh, you know, uh, provide a more robust team of uh, services for our patients. We also talked previously about how can how it can improve the education and tools provided to the nursing staff in the building. So not only does it provide uh, additional uh, resources to the clinical team um, and with a physician and, and advanced practice clinician working together to care for the patients, but it also provides those additional benefits to the uh, nursing facility staff. Um, and Obviously, the focus of these requirements and staffing requirements is to ensure that we're providing the safest possible care to our loved ones and to the patients in these facilities. Um, and having, uh, you know, additional team members that have these advanced degrees at master's level or doctorate level to be able to help the team provide these services is a, a huge benefit and an opportunity that every uh, skilled nursing facility should take advantage of. Mm -hmm. In your view, do you think that there will be kind of a, a rise in the use of advanced practice clinicians in the years to come, given what we've just been through uh, with the pandemic and the terrible infection control problems that, that facilities experienced? 
Definitely. I, I think we're going to see advanced practice clinicians continue to uh, grow as an important part of the interdisciplinary team and uh, continue to be implemented, especially in rural areas and through programs like the on-call program and call solutions where we can reach out to these rural facilities and make sure that they are also getting uh, the coverage that uh, is needed for these patients. Um, you made a really interesting point with the the relation to COVID and infection control because that is another great opportunity to have an advanced practice clinician to lead programs that can improve outcomes for our patients and monitoring infection policies and and putting protocols in place as well as as caring for those residents directly. Um, We've also seen over the past few years and will continue to see in the future of the role of advanced practice clinicians continue to expand state by state as additional states continue to implement um, full practice authority for nurse practitioners and continue to expand practice authority for physician assistants. Um, And these uh, these expansions are are greatly needed and greatly beneficial to skilled nursing facilities to be able to allow that advanced practice clinician to practice at the full scope of their education and not be limited in the services that they can provide to our skilled nursing facility patients. So I feel in the next uh, few years, we're just going to continue to see uh, more and more need for advanced practice clinicians um, in this environment. Terrific. Well, that was a, a really interesting discussion with John Raffensperger, Director of Clinical Specialty Services for Post-Acute Care for Team Health. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you.